Good morning. It's good to see you this morning. It's good to be here for the first time. Our ruler was Tiberius Caesar. He was our emperor. Our governor was Didius, governor of Syria. And I served under the Tetrarch of Galilee, Herod Antipas. I worked for him. Back then, I was called Levi, son of Alphaeus. You probably know about me. I was a tax collector. I had a great job. I made a lot of money. I had a big house. I had a lot of friends in high places. But most of the people despised me. Especially those Zebedee brothers, James and John, those thunderous guys, when they'd come off their boat, I was there to take their money. Peter, Simon Peter, Andrew, his brother, they didn't like me very much. And then one day, I heard about it, but I couldn't believe my ears. This carpenter who had come from the backwater town of Nazareth had gone to a house, and they'd lowered a man who couldn't walk, hadn't walked for years, and he made him walk. It was quite a stir through the town. This miracle worker was performing miracles elsewhere, and I just dismissed it. But then my life changed. He came walking along by the sea. I had in the tax collector's booth there, and I looked up, and the penetrating eyes and the look that he gave me went to the core of my soul. Two words changed my life. The authority in his voice. Follow me. And I did. I couldn't explain it then. There was just something about him so compelling. And I left everything that I had. I left all that which I could not keep, as it turned out, to gain that which I could never lose. I couldn't explain it then. He called us all to follow him. And then he said, you know, I, I give to you freely. And you freely received. And so you know what he said. Freely give to others. And then he changed my name. No longer was I Levi, son of Alphaeus. I was Matthew, the gift of God. And he gave me a gift and he said, I want, to, I want you to share that with others. And so I would like to tell you today about how it all began. He told me to. In those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the desert of Judea. And he was saying, repent, for the kingdom of God is near. This is he of whom the prophet Isaiah spoke. A voice of one calling in the wilderness, make way for the Lord, make his path straight. John's clothes were made of camel's hair, and he had a leather belt around his waist. He, his food was locust and wild honey. People went out to him from Jerusalem and all Judea and the whole region of the Jordan. Confessing their sins, they were baptized by him in the Jordan River. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to him, he said to them, Who warned you to flee from the Wrath, the coming wrath. Produce fruit in keeping with repentance. 
And do not think that you can say to yourselves that we have Abraham as our father. I tell you that God can raise up children out of these very stones and make them children of Abraham. The axe is already at the root of the trees. And every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water for repentance. But one is coming after me who is more powerful than I, whose sandals I am not fit to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he, he will clear his threshing floor. He will gather his wheat into the barn, but then he will burn up the, cha the shaft with unquenchable fire. And then Jesus came from Galilee, came from Nazareth to the Jordan to be baptized by John. But John tried to deter him, saying, I, I need to be baptized by you. And do you come to me? Jesus replied, let it be so now. It is proper for us to do this, to fulfill all righteousness. And then John consented. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he, he came up out of the water. And heaven was opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and, and lighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the desert to be tempted by the devil. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, if, if you're the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, it is written, man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. And the devil took him into the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you're the son of God, he said, throw yourself down. For it is written, he will command his angels concerning you and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered, it is also written, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and he showed him all the kingdoms of the world in their splendor. All this I will give you, he said, if you will just bow down and worship me. Jesus said to him, get away from me, Satan. For it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him and angels came and attended him. When Jesus heard that John had been put in prison, he then returned to Galilee from Judea. He left his home in Nazareth and went to Capernaum, which was by the lake in the area of Zebulun and Naphtali. He did this in order to fulfill what was written through the prophet Isaiah. O land of Zebulun and land of Naphtali, the way to the sea along the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people living in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. And from that moment on, Jesus began to preach, repent for the kingdom of God 
is near. As Jesus was walking to the Sea of Galilee, he, he saw two brothers, Simon, called Peter, and his brother Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake because they were fishermen. Come, follow me, Jesus said, and I will make you fishers of men. I think you've read it. Going on from there, they then immediately they picked up their nets and they, they dropped them and, they, and then they followed him. Going on from there, he then saw two other brothers, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in a boat with their father Zebedee, preparing their nets. Jesus called them, and immediately they left the boat and their father, and they followed Jesus. He went through Galilee, throughout the whole region, teaching in the synagogues and preaching the good news of the kingdom and healing every disease and sickness among the people. It was amazing. News about him spread all over Syria. And people brought to him all who were ill with various diseases, those suffering severe pain, the demon-possessed, those having seizures, and the paralyzed. And he healed them. Large crowds then began to follow him from from Galilee, but not just there, the Decapolis and Jerusalem and Judea and the whole region of the Jordan. So he went up on a mountainside and he sat down. His disciples came to him and he began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they, they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you, blessed are you when people insult you and persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt has lost its saltiness, how can you make it salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be cast out and to be trampled by men. You're the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they, they put it on a lampstand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father who is in heaven. Do not think that I have come to destroy the law or the prophets. I have not come to destroy them, but to fulfill them. I, I tell you the truth. Until heaven and earth disappear, not the smallest letter, not the least stroke of a pen will disappear from the law until everything is accomplished. Everyone who does breaks anyone who breaks one of these commandments, the least of them, and teaches others to do the same, will be called what? 
least in the kingdom of God. But everyone who keeps these commandments, practices them, and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For you see, unless your righteousness exceeds that and surpasses that of the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, you certainly will not enter the kingdom of heaven. You've heard that it was said to the people long ago, do not murder, and anyone who murders will be subject to judgment. But I tell you, anyone who is angry with his brother will be subject to judgment. Again, anyone who says to his brother, Raka is answerable to the Sanhedrin. But anyone who says, you fool, will be in danger of the fire of hell. Therefore, if you're offering your gift to the altar, and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there at the altar. First go and be reconciled to your brother, and then come and offer your gift. Settle matters quickly with your adversary who is taking you to court. Uh, do it while you're still with him on the way, or he may turn you over to the judge, and the judge may hand you over to the officer, and you may be put in prison. I, I tell you the truth. You will not get out until you've paid the last penny. You've heard that it was said, do not commit adultery. But I tell you, any man who looks lustfully at a woman has already committed adultery with, his, with, with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, gouge it out and throw it away. It's better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. If your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It, it really is better for you to lose just one part of your body than for your whole body to go into hell. It has been said, anyone who divorces his wife must give her a certificate of divorce. But I tell you, anyone who divorces his wife, except for the cause of marital unfaithfulness, makes her to be an adulteress. And anyone who marries the divorced woman commits adultery. Again, you have heard that it was said to the people long ago, keep your oath. Keep the oaths that you have made to the Lord. But I tell you, do not swear at all. Either by heaven, for it is God's, what? Throne. Or by the earth, for it is his footstool. Or even by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. And, and, and don't swear by your head, for you can't even make one hair white or black. Simply let your yes be yes. And you're no, no. Anything beyond this comes from the evil one. You've heard it said, eye for eye and tooth for tooth. But, but I tell you, don't resist an evil person. If someone strikes you on the right cheek, turn to him the other also. And if somebody wants to sue you and take your tunic, let him have your cloak as well. If somebody forces you to go one mile, go with him two miles. Give to the one who asks you. And do not turn away from the one who wants to borrow from you. You've heard it said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemy and pray for those who persecute you. Why? So that you may be children of your Father in heaven. You see, he causes his son to rise on the evil and the good. And he sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? 
Don't even the tax collectors do that? And if you greet only your brothers, what are you doing more than others? Don't even the pagans do that? <coughs> so be perfect, even as your Father in heaven is perfect. Be careful not to do your acts of righteousness before men to be seen by them. If you do, you will have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. So when you give to the needy, don't announce it with trumpets and the like the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets to be seen by men, to be honored by them. Uh, I tell you the truth, they have received their reward in full. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing so that your giving may be in secret. And your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray... Don't be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by men. I tell you the truth, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. And your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, don't keep on babbling like the pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their, their many words. Don't be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. This then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, how would be your name? Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. And... Forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but, but deliver us from the evil one. For if you forgive men when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. And when you fast, do not have the same kind of face that the hypocrites do. You see, they disfigure their faces to show men that they are fasting. i tell you the truth. They have received their reward in full. But when you fast, put, put oil on your head and wash your face so that men will not know that you're fasting, but only your Father who is unseen. And then your Father who sees what is done in secret, he will reward you. Don't store up treasure on earth where moth and rust destroy and thieves break in and steal. But store up your treasure in heaven where moth and rust do not destroy and thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, your heart will be also. The eye. The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are good, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are bad, your whole body would be full of darkness. If then the light that is within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? No one can serve two masters. Either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. 
Therefore, I tell you, don't worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, about what you will wear. Isn't life more important than food? Isn't the body more important than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They don't sow or they don't reap. They don't store away in barns. And yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more valuable than they? Who, who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the lilies of the field grow? They don't labor. They don't spin. Yet I, I tell you, not even Solomon in all of his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that's how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, how much more will he clothe you? <laughs> oh, ye of little faith. So don't worry saying, what will we eat or what will we drink or what will we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and, and your father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all of these things will be given to you as well. Don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Do not judge, or you will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you also will be judged, and with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me take that speck out of your eye, when all the time there's a plank in your own eye? Oh, you hypocrite! First take the plank out of your eye, and then you will see clearly how to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Don't give dogs holy things. Don't throw your pearls before pigs, or they may trample them under their feet and then turn and tear you to pieces. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. He who seeks finds, and to him who knocks, the door will be open. Which of you, if your son asks for bread, would give him a stone? Or, or if he asked for fish, would, would give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, know how to good, good, give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give good gifts to anyone who asks him? So in everything... In everything, do to others what you would have them do to you. For this sums up the law and the prophets. Enter through the narrow gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and, and many enter through it. But small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. Watch out. Watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, 
but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. By their fruit you will recognize them. Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes? Do they pick figs from thistles? Likewise, every good tree bears good fruit. But a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, and a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus, by their fruit, you will recognize them. Not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, will enter to me, will will enter into the kingdom of heaven. But only he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. You see, many will come to me on that day saying, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and, and in your name cast out demons and perform many miracles? Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Depart from me, you evildoers. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on a rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the wind blew and beat against that house. But it did not fall, because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, and the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. When Jesus had finished saying these things, the people were amazed at his teaching because he taught them as one who had authority and not as the teachers of the law. Now you know why I followed him, the way he looked at me. Those two words changed my life. Follow me. And I did. And I still do. And I hear him calling me now. And I will continue to follow him there. Will you follow him too?